This is episode number three of Hire, a Millennial Virtual Assistant podcast. From a team leader in a big call center in the Philippines to a virtual project team leader for a real estate investor in the U.S. This is Karen again, the founder and a CEO of VAFlix, and let's get it started. In the world of modern, electronic, fast-paced society, where everything needs to get done yesterday, business owners always find themselves lost or buried under piles of daily crucial routine tasks that soaks up the last drop of energy a business owner has. Hiring assistance from VA Flex can shave hours from your work week. They offer a great level of convenience and flexibility, which leads to a healthier work-life balance, freeing up time to focus on your business. You are guaranteed to work with an assistant who is well-experienced, a great communicator, highly educated, and has a good heart. They treat their clients like family. Hire a virtual assistant now and chill. Welcome to Hire a Millennial Virtual Assistant Podcast. This is John, the co-founder. And this is Karen, the founder and the CEO of VA Flix. So today, we have a great fortune to be interviewing one of the top-notch team leaders in a company called Citibank, third virtual team lead in the real estate investing business in the U.S. This star virtual assistant is a mom of two, and she's also part of VAFlix family. Well, she used to be a customer service representative and was able to pull her way up to becoming a team leader. That is correct. Karen. Her name is Mira Ablon. Everyone calls her Mira, but I personally call her Miss Minchin. <laughs> the main antagonist of Frances Burnett's novella, A Little Princess. Not sure if you know her. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, um, she started, I mean, Mira has started her virtual assistant career since the pandemic began. And she has been very, very successful in the world of the outsourcing industry from the time that she was working as a call center agent to becoming a virtual assistant. She's currently working as a virtual assistant for a life personal coach in Seattle, Washington, and a virtual team leader or a virtual team lead for a real estate investing business in Florida. Mira, welcome to the show. Hi, 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 everyone. Hi, Karen. Hi, John. That was funny, John. If you're not one of my friends, I'm gonna, you know, <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm gonna consider it as a compliment or what. But yeah, thank you for having me. It's a great opportunity to be one of your guests. <laughs> it's so much fun to have you on board because Mira, for all of you who are listening, Mira is our friend since the pandemic started. You know, when you work as a virtual assistant, you get to meet virtual friends as well. And it's so uh -huh. lucky to have meet Mira because Mira is just living two hours away from us. Right, Karen? And we can easily like meet her after the <laughs> pandemic with, you know, after the lockdown going on. But uh -huh. let's get back in time a little bit, Mira. 
How did you get started? Yeah. Oh, well, let me go ahead and go try to reminisce first when I started my career in the BPO industry or in the call center. I started as a customer service representative in a financial account with the First Data Corporation. After being with the company for more than three years, I decided to leave for perhaps a greener pasture. And then I tried my luck in um, Salome. It's a um, student loan uh, company. After six months of being an agent, I became one of the quality analyst apprentice. But for some personal reasons, I decided to leave again. And then I became one of the sales um, representative in Intercontinental Hotels Group, IHG. I decided to take a rest. After eight months of being unemployed, I went back working in Converges, so a Citibank. Almost 11 months of being an agent, fraud analyst, actually. There was an opening for a team leader. I tried my luck. I, I applied and then I got hired. Almost two years of becoming a team leader, I really enjoyed handling a team, dealing with different people, whenever you handle a person. So from day one until their success, uh, you are there to watch over them. It's not just uh, being having the title, but uh, the, the only mindset that I have before when I was handling a team is that their success will always be your success and their failure will always be yours. And then um, when my husband was about to, you know, leave and work overseas, that's the time I decided to work from home. And then that's the time I um, I applied as a virtual assistant. Actually, the first uh, um, experience that I have working from home was cold caller. So we call potential buyers and sellers from various sources, including but not limited to MLS expires, Craigslist, website inquiries, and then we also keep track on appointments. Uh, and then we put that on our daily tracker sheet. Another thing is that I also tried the um, inside sales agent, lead management, and uh, of course, lead prospecting. After like how many months or almost a year actually, um, being a cold caller, uh, I was given the opportunity to handle a team again. So, oh, Amira, that was a long story. And maybe you should write a book, though. <laughs> well, I've noticed, Mira, and if you notice, John, too, that um, from all of the companies that Mira worked for, she always um, been promoted to be a manager or like in a management position. So it seems that it is your calling to manage people. Am I right? Yeah. I think so. It's not something that I would want to decline if given the opportunity. The thinking that we have, I know that this is also the mission of uh, a VA Flix to help people. It's it's so great to have finally have met somebody who has been really successful in the virtual assistant industry in a short amount of time. I mean, pandemic just started last year right? In, in the year of 2020. And mm -hmm. that was a time where I get to know you, Mira. Mm -hmm. um, and then imagine being a cold caller for how many months, and then you were promoted to becoming a team leader and handle mm -hmm. the team again. It's like really going back to where you, um, where you were working in the corporate office, where you handle people in a company mm -hmm. called Citibank. I mean, that's major. Being a team leader in a corporate world and then being a 
team leader in the virtual world, very consistent. And it's really just amazing to know because I myself and Karen, we started as a virtual assistant doing some administrative and doing some cold calls for our clients for how many years? And that took us like five years to do it. And after five years, we have had the opportunity since we only have like limited tons of skills and Mm -hmm. working as a virtual assistant for five years gave us the opportunity to learn more and more and more skills. After that, we got opportunities from our clients saying, hey, do you want to manage a team? Hey, it looks like you can manage a team. Those kind of things. When we got that opportunity, we grabbed it and we were able to learn a lot of things when it comes to like leading people, having Mira as a friend, being a team leader for how many years, we get to learn more about leading people. And it only really makes sense building a company with lots of leaders in it, with a goal to helping people. I mean, that's something, right? Really major. And I'm so excited to see what the future holds for us, for the three of us, Karen and Mira, because I know that we will be working together for how many years still? It and is. <laughs> yeah, totally. Mira being a team leader, Karen, I mean, he used to be an HR executive or an HR mm-hmm. head for a company in the US. That is something. And me personally, mm-hmm, yes, I'm like, <laughs> myself. Drag <laughs> yourself. Come on, John. Yeah, Do here it. we go. Okay, here we mm-hmm. go. Guys, I started as a virtual assistant, was able to take project manager roles, was able to take operation manager roles, and managing people as a team lead as well. I mean, I couldn't, couldn't really imagine myself being in the, on those positions, knowing that I have anxiety problems. Being in a managerial position made me realize that anxiety is just really an enemy for you to overcome and for you to defeat. Um, yeah. <laughs> Are you the guest, John? Because if I'm not mistaken, we're the host. All right. To I'm give so the spotlight sorry. to Mira. Okay. Okay. Okay, guys. My apologies. Okay, go for it. Yeah. So thank you for that wonderful starring Mira. And I have a question in regards to that. So what has changed? when you started your career as a virtual assistant? Uh, when I was working in a, a call center, well, I am well compensated, uh, especially when I have, or when I was a team leader. However, uh, also that's one of the reasons uh, why I have second thoughts of working from home, because I might not uh, be earning the same amount when I was a team leader in a call center. Then again, when I had my first paycheck <laughs> working from home, whoa, it's like, okay, I am earning more than I was earning when I was a team leader in a call center. I also have like more time with my kids. I get to know them better. I can, I'm the one who is looking after them before they sleep, before they go to bed. And then whenever I'm on break, whenever whenever I'm on chef, I can just simply go to their room, look at them whenever I feel down. So the effect for me is very personal. The today. change. Mm-hmm, that change is correct. is very personal. And you did mention about the struggle that you had, like you're afraid of, I mean, how much you will be compensated because mm-hmm. you didn't mention that you were like a team leader in your previous company. That's a big thing if you're working in a corporate world. But aside from that, what are your like struggles? Well, of course, we all know for a fact that whenever you're 
working in a call center, um, if there are like dilemma when it comes to, you know, system issues or training, product knowledge and everything, we have like a trainer, we have like a tech issue department. Unlike here, whenever um, you have like a downtime in your system, it, you're the only person who can, you know, uh, try to solve it. You can try to ask assistance from your peers. However, it's not going to be that easy because it's like just sharing your screen and then uh, whenever you are new to something that it's not very familiar with you the only thing that you can do is you know try to check google i, I tried to learn that my google is my best friend and of course uh, when i started in a company with you guys john is uh, one of the few people who has been helping me a lot and of course nice. karen so i'm very happy to be working with you and of course looking forward to working with you for many more years i couldn't agree more mira <laughs> i mean working as a virtual assistant you don't have any support than yourself um so you got to make sure that you know how to fix stuff especially mm -hmm. when your laptop is not working and you're at work you will need to find a way for you to fix that so you could continue working right yeah, otherwise mm -hmm. yeah otherwise if you don't have the knowledge and fixing basic stuff um on your computer um like say updating your operating system or even like refreshing your browser or clearing the cookies and cache or i don't know how to pronounce that but <laughs> yeah you have <laughs> to know these kind of things i mean everything that we're using mm -hmm towards work are all cloud-based. What I mean cloud-based are mm -hmm. the tools that yes. um, your clients are using in their company. Regardless if they're mm -hmm. on-site company or just a virtual company, they all use cloud-based softwares, right? Yeah, it was funny that aside from you working as a virtual assistant, like what the heck am I, you know, technical support here? Am I an ID person? <laughs> I was, when I started working as a virtual assistant, I was like, oh my God, am I an ID guy? How would I troubleshoot my own computer? How yep. would I set up my own tools? Mm -hmm. So I agree with Mira that working as a virtual assistant, most of the time you would work on your own. Sometimes you, you'll be in a position or a situation that you're like, you feel that you're just alone, that you can ask somebody, most especially the business owners, because they have a lot of things or stuff to do on their end. So, yeah, I'm just agreeing with you guys. And I was really laughing yeah. out loud here. Um, <laughs> and in addition to that, Karen and John, okay, one of the struggles I have, especially when I handle the team, is during one-on-one -on -one coaching. So, it's like co a coaching session with them. Uh, whenever you coach someone in a call center, of course, you get to know uh, to see you get to see their facial expression uh, hand gestures and everything and um, comparing to you coaching them virtually so it's like you only talking to them over the phone so you don't know if they're like smirking at you or <laughs> having that uh, <laughs> facial expression with you so yeah. that's one of the struggles i have and uh, um also I just want to share this with you. When I have decided to leave the corporate world, um, I had a talk with my manager. So um, she asked me, since she know me as a very clingy person, um, she asked me if I can, you know, I can survive the home-based world. 
knowing that here in home base or work from home is you are just by yourself. You're alone. So she asked me if, um, can you really survive home-based world? So that's mm. one of the challenges. That's one of the challenges that I, you know, um, that, that really pushed me. So aside from the fact as well that, you know, I need to have a quality time with my husband. I was really challenged with that question from my manager. So there. And I am happy to say that uh, I survived, I can say. <laughs> I can say that I have survived. Almost uh, three years experience is not yet that. As with you guys, working from home for more than five years or more than eight years, I, I can say. But I can. Um, I know that uh, working with you and being with you guys, I will learn more. Absolutely. We got each other's back. We we need to help each other out. You know, um, when we get attached to somebody virtually, we make sure that we will need to have them feel that they're part of our family. You know? Yep. Yeah. And that's something that we can offer at VA Flix, not just to our virtual assistants or our in-house employees around here, but also to our clients. So by the time that we got a client... I mean, we got like current clients at the moment. For those new clients that are coming in here, we are guaranteeing you that not only that you're going to get one of the best virtual assistants around here, but we're also going to make sure that we will capture your heart. Uh I like it, John. (laughs) Absolutely. We sounded like Tinder, right? Not much. <laughs> and why are you laughing, Miriam? So, are you like using Tinder though? I think oh, John oh. is using another app though. No. What's that I, app though? I, it sounded oh like. <laughs> it sounds like Tinder, but I can't really remember though. I think that's Grinder, but I don't use that. No. You am very funny. Very, oh my God. I am very, very loyal to to my partner. I mean, I have I have a boyfriend who has been with me for eight years now. And wow, go, we're going strong. He's also um, a virtual assistant, and he is a podcast geek. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's a podcast master. You'll get to know him soon. Yeah. But so yes. everyone who is visiting who needs a podcast virtual assistant. <clears throat> We have it here as well. Yeah. ASMR, girl. Absolutely. Okay, going back to Mira, that's such a wonderful story, Mira. I mean, Mm -hmm. one of your managers even asked you whether um, you can survive being in the home-based industry or working at home alone, because pretty much you're going to be working alone for sure. When I was working in the corporate world, I wasn't asked that question, but I know that there will be some struggles. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm the type of person who gets bored easily to be honest and working Mm -hmm. at home just really a big adjustment for me and then I know that Karen is also a people person and then working Mm -hmm. at home changed her anxiety Mm -hmm. comes up those kind of things but if you love doing what you're doing you you keep on doing it I mean being in the industry for how many years now I mean I'm not going to continue working in this kind of industry if I'm not happy doing it we're all happy doing it right we are we are yeah definitely are absolutely I mean Mira just started last year and she's really happy you know with the compensation not just that she is also learning a lot of things that she couldn't Mm -hmm. imagine that she can do Right? And that's magical. (laughs) Yes, I agree with you guys. (laughs) Super magical. I mean, how did it change your life personally, Mira, to becoming like a virtual assistant? Well, I can say that I'm a better mom now. 
<laughs> so oh um, when I was, are you not a mom? Oh, yeah, are you so you're you're telling us that you're not a good mom before. <laughs> yeah, because you know what? When I was working in a call center, it's like I'm spending more than nine hours in my shift. So it's like. Uh, when I started working from home, even if I'm going to work for more than 10 hours, I say I still have like short break and then I get to watch them and then I get to cook for them. During the time when they still have like face-to-face in school, it's like during their breakfast, I can cook for them, which I was not able to do for almost a decade. That's like very fulfilling for me. I know that you might not understand me since you don't have kids yet. They I are got dogs <laughs> to put through college. I got seven. Uh, same here. I got seven dogs. Remember, Mira? I got yeah, seven. I forgot. Seven. I'm sorry. I forgot. Wow. Well, Karen, hello. I got five dogs and five stray cats adopted. <laughs> oh, that's yes. a lot. And you got a boyfriend, you got your mom, and your siblings. Yeah, yeah, true, yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's one of, the, one of the things that changed my life and my kids. And of course, I have this weekend off. So I make sure that for every client that I have, they offer a weekend off so that I can spend more time with my family. So that's if amazing. you notice, I'm very mm-hmm. family-oriented. Yeah, and the reasons are were very personal. Because uh-huh. yes. we did interviews in our previous episode, and they are focusing more on professional aspect. Mm-hmm. But you talking to you, you're talking as a mom, yep. mom of that your two true. kids. So it's very inspiring to our listeners, most especially the moms out there working in a call center and wanted to shift it to become a virtual assistant. You should listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And you know what, Karen and John, one of the reasons why I chose to become a virtual assistant is that I can work with just about whomever I want. And of course, provide just about whatever support services I want, as long as, you know, I have the knowledge or experience to do such. So um, I also think like I can be trained or certified if I want to learn how to support specific clients. Thus, it's not like with a call center industry that you have training, but you cannot get to choose what client you will be handling or what account you will be handling. So that's one of the reasons why I chose to become a virtual assistant. And of course, on the other hand, uh, this is for clients' beneficial part as well. Having a virtual assistant on their side allows them to have more leisure time. Um, they like identify the tasks that require your um, their direct attention, of course. And then for the rest of the tasks, um, they can just simply assign to VAs to get those done within time. And then that definitely like offloading their tasks. So a virtual assistant can literally and more productive or simply adding more productive hours to our client. Oh so I believe God, that's yeah. one of our vision and mission, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. A hundred percent. All right. So from a team leader in a big call center in the Philippines to a virtual project team lead for a real estate estate investor in the U.S. Again, Mira, thank you so much for your time and sharing your story for this episode. No, I just want to say thank you so, so much for that wonderful story, Mira. I know that you're not just going to inspire people to become a virtual assistant, but you're also going to inspire your clients 
as well at the same time. So that's it's really something. And I'm sure that you will be successful in this field. Like, no doubt, legit, 100%. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Salamat, John Karen. Well, thank you so much, John and Karen. Once again, it will always be a pleasure working with you guys and being a guest of, uh, to your show. Cheers to more years for us. You're welcome! <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, for listening to this wonderful episode. And we'll definitely see you on the next episode. Hire a virtual assistant now and chill.